Hello, friends. On today's episode of Life After High School, I sit down with one of my good buddies, Reese, to talk about what COVID-19 is like over in Australia. He is on a work trip over there and has been living there since uh, mid-January. And he talks about what the culture is like over there, how this is different from Canada, and also talks about some crazy rules that Australians need to follow during this global pandemic. So if that interests you, please stay tuned. It's the Life After High School podcast. What's life like in Australia during COVID-19? What's the difference from uh, versus before? Was it, Honestly, do you notice any? No, it's out here. It's, uh, it's the same. So it's the same old stuff that we even do. So we get out. Uh, get ready, go to work, and that's that's really it. The same thing would happen if Corona was happening or if it wasn't happening. We'd still just get up and go to the grocery store because we're in essential service, so we're allowed to walk around to work and we're allowed to essentially make money. And that's something that uh, we're really lucky because we're foreigners in this country. Yeah, uh, they're obviously going to look after their own people first, and a lot of those people who lost <laughs> their jobs, they're going on farms. But yeah. our boss, uh, he doesn't really hire locals, so all he does is he uh, hires he hires backpackers. And you guys, uh, we're lucky we're backpackers, and he has a thing with Global, so that's just the that's the company we did it with, working Global Travel Company. Yeah, so like they're they're good. It's good if you want to travel somewhere for like a year and like it's your first time ever doing it like you don't know what you're doing they help mm-hmm. you uh they help you with plane tickets they help you have a place to stay for like four days right. they help you get like a job uh like interview not at like mm-hmm. a job per se that's kind of something that you got to look at like the fine print with a lot of these organizations like they'll say something like yeah we'll help you get like a job and it's like okay and then they'll get you an interview, and then it's up to you to actually accept that job and take it, which a lot of people who came down with us uh, didn't really end up doing. Like, a few of them did, but yep. a lot of them didn't. So when we came down, there was Chris, myself, uh, two bo- uh, three people from the UK, a girl from Spain, a uh, guy from Belgium and another Canadian. Yeah. And uh, a few of those people went home when uh, they were, like, urging, like, foreigners to, like, travel home when Corona first hit that really, like, early, mm. early days, those first stages. Yeah. And a lot of they're getting into the good stuff. Those people, they kind of came to the coast. I want to see Brisbane. I want to see a lot of places and just fucking like vacation and then work later but then corona hit those people probably ran out of money and then they had to fucking go home so that's kind of the thing it's like you get the working over with and then (laughs) uh that's perfect though that's not too bad because that's a like do you think so then it's probably better for you guys that you did the way you did and you took the path that you guys took given with the outcome now how covid has been such an impact yeah, I, th- I think it was the best possible outcome of the situation. Like, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, 
our little community, knock on wood, has no cases of corona. So, like, everyone, uh, everyone's good. There's probably geez. about uh, three, four hundred people, if that, in this yeah. town. And we're also a border town, and all the borders are just, like, shut down. So, Close, you need yeah. to have, like, government papers to even cross the border. And then, right. if you're, like, the hospital is on the other side. So, yeah. we're in New South Wales. Yeah, and then Queensland has their own side, so two different states. So Mungindai, yeah. New South Wales, Mungindai, Queensland. The hospitals on Queensland. So you, if you need to use the hospital, you have to print a, a piece of paper saying who you are, your address, and all this stuff about you, so that they can let you pass, and then you get to go to the hospital. But oh, if wow. you're just if you're just like traveling, so it's like, hey, I want to just go to Queensland. I'd have to yeah. print this show them and then i'd have to find somewhere to self-isolate for two weeks and then i'd be allowed to go to the grocery store wherever i'd end up staying or do something essential like oh i want to go exercise oh i want to go to my girlfriend's house oh i'm going to a funeral something like that there's like they have a lot of different rules with corona out here like i i read them a few weeks ago, but I can't remember what all 16 were, but there's like 16 reasons why you can leave your house in Australia. What was up. one or two, dude, that stood out to you? Oh, uh, one of them? <laughs> this one was pretty funny. <laughs> so if you, uh, you want to go get laid and come back home, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> what? Fuck off. Are you serious? Yeah, but, but they didn't say it like, like that. They said it all government and proper, but they're pretty they... much like, hey, if you want to do you want to go fuck? Oh, I'm sure Kristen knows. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So intimate reasons. If you all didn't catch that. So you get to leave your house for intimate reasons, but you can't linger there. And you got to go straight home. And then another cool one was like, oh, exercise. So it's like, oh, fuck. I want to go on a bike ride. I can go ride my bike. But, but yeah, I can't talk to people. I can't stop and see Bob at the corner and be like, oh, Bob, what up? Blah, 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 blah. Have a fucking chat. Shoot the shit. Yeah. And then talk to fucking Red down the road once you see him after you start pedaling again. And then you can go home. But it's like, no, you ride yeah. your bike and go home. But since Mungandai is so small and, like, we don't have corona here, uh, people just don't really care. Like, there's a few social gatherings that happen still. Nice. Uh, What's that like? Uh, it's it's cooler. They're not like really big. Like, uh, person I went to uh, a little farmstead with someone we met. So his name was Ben. We went to his friend Gitch's uh, Gitch's farm. So we had a few drinks one night. Uh, we were just talking, telling them about Canada. They're telling us about Australia. Nice. And it was really cool just, like, exchanging the different, uh, talking about each other's culture. Like, yeah. our friend Ben, where he's from, somewhere far up north in Queensland, where his parents live, the coldest he'll get is plus 16. Like, ever. Wow. Plus, plus I 16. Wish, bro. And they're wearing, like, a sweater, and Forget they're like, it. oh, I'm cold. And then... Oh. And, and yeah, and they don't leave their house. And when it gets down to like, like minus one or to minus seven, they just fucking freak out. The whole town just doesn't even do anything. 
absurd. And they don't know what to do. And then, yeah. And it's not that cold, you know. You just put on a, a toque and a sweater. Yeah. And you just fucking, and you just go. But that's just the the difference, like. Right. Well, uh, you're climatized. A few, a few weeks before, yeah, you got acclimatized to wherever you mm-hmm. you're staying. Right. So you're so used to staying. Chris and I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yes. I, I, I misspoke about something. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Sorry, you're yeah, so. Just, I meant to say you're just, so used to how the weather is in Canada, and especially up north, that when you yeah. go all the way down, now it's crazy cold is one degree, and you guys are like, shit. Yeah, one degree isn't that cold. <laughs> Maybe no, not at all. It's a little cold. Maybe for but your buddy they, Ben. Uh, yeah, but if they ever fucking saw minus, like, no, it's not even cold to you, but like, if they saw minus fifteen, they'd fucking shit six bricks. Like, they wouldn't know what to do. And then a lot of these people have never seen snow before, and they're like, "Oh, I really wish I could see snow. That'd be so cool." Mm-hmm. But. They, uh, yeah, yeah, like people plus 18 think it's cold, plus 16 think it's cold. Uh, our neighbor Jeff, we're always like, he'll, he'll come over sometimes, and we're like, man, you should come to Canada, blah blah blah. We just we'll just chat, and then he's like, nice. when should I come? And I'm like, just like come in our summer, man. Like he'll be from like 20 to 20 to 30, and he's like, well, that's when my winters are kind of like. And he's like, I'd be cold. I'd have to wear pants and a sweater and stuff. And I'm like, that's crazy, man. Like back where we're yeah. from, that's just fucking hot, and everyone's out in like beaters and at the beach and just fucking yeah. having. A- having a good time man but like that's so, uh that's really it so when you i'm curious about this when it comes to when you have a conversation with somebody overseas about um what canada's life's like what's your like go-to do you have a go-to story or a go-to like yeah. example to set the yeah, tone of so, what canada's like to somebody who has no idea or has never been yeah so my go-to story um is pretty much that the one where my car fucking broke down in the middle oh. of winter before we even left to Australia. The one yeah. where I had to get towed and all that fun stuff. So we like to like set the scene that it snows for most of the most of the year, probably like six to eight seven months. months. Yeah, yeah, literally. some ridiculous like that. But stupid, we're just. We're, you're just so used to it that like Dude, there's nothing listen, you can do, right? Listen, or maybe it not snowed, used to it, but it snowed today. Do. Yeah. Really? So enjoy, yeah, so I hope you I'm jealous you're wearing a t-shirt because it's minus one right now. <laughs> Dude, don't tell that to people here. They'll fucking be like, how are you even alive? But I was in a sweater and jeans. I'm wearing yeah. pants. So nice. it's 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 kind of cold. So it's, it's a little cold. Not Australian that cold. cold. Yeah, it's Australian cold. Yeah. But uh, I like to tell people about the the minus the the time where my car kind of broke down, 
because it was like that fucking ridiculous snowstorm. Uh, snow just fucking got up all of my engines. Uh, and I had to tell him that I'd like pull over and then just wait for the tow truck. And before my dad even showed up, we were just stuck in my car and it's just fucking dead. It's cold. And there's just nothing you can do except just, just wait for a tow truck. And then eventually my dad showed up and then was like, we waited in the warm car, so it was good. And then we got home yeah. and got to dinner. So it all worked out in the end. But uh, another thing I like to say is that, like, uh, during the winter, if, like, if you do have a car, it's like, yeah, you got to start it. And that's fucking annoying if it even starts that day. And then you got to yes. scrape yeah. it. And then you got to fucking get all the snow off it. Yeah. But once the car was like, once the car started, you go from warm house to your warmed up car, you go wherever yeah. you're going, and then you're probably going to, unless you're going like an ODR or doing something outside, you're going to like the building, they like it just warms it up automatically like that or you go to like a school or you go to a fucking library or you go to somewhere that has central heating yeah so it's like that's another thing that i like tell them it's like yeah it's cold it sucks once you gotta deal with your car or once you gotta walk it fucking it sucks but if you go from warm warm building to warm car to warm building you're kind of not in the cold that much you kind of just don't it's a way to combat the cold in a way, but that's only if you really have a vehicle. And then once your vehicle is, once you go get to where you're going, the whole process starts again. You got to warm it up. And yeah, that. that's that's another thing I like to tell people. Yeah. It's like it's not that bad. You just you just live with it your whole life. So yeah. it's just like life goes on. Doesn't matter if you're fucking. But two the feet thing of snow is to. Yeah, like, look, the thing is, it also, I find it tends to slow down, like, it slows everybody down. Yeah, So, everything sure. just slows down. It's not a matter of, like, if it just happened to you, it'd be a nuisance. But because it happens to everybody, it's just now a way of living. Yeah. But, so. well, do a lot of people, just, like, another way to think about that is, do a lot of people let that slow them down a lot of people still drive fast still try to get yeah. things done quick in the snow and that's when problems occur do you think that happens so it's like if it's like a big snowstorm and you're driving like 30 35 when it's like you're in a yeah. 50 see someone speeding beside you at 50 to that person really get the message that you should slow down and stuff it's like that's just that's just the thing about winter too that people just that just doesn't yeah people, you know people no, don't think, think oh right. i should slow down too i can get there and then that's where accidents happen and then that's why it's also pretty fucking dangerous it's like damn damn but damn bro one thing one thing i'm pretty happy about is that the podcast is gonna be more than 28 minutes long <laughs> yeah because remember uh for, for oh all yeah, let's talk about this. Out there, when uh, Glenn was doing his older podcast with uh, with Davin, the Davin and Glenn show. Yeah, the beginning. One where, oh uh, yeah, I was. There was one where uh, it was me, and then uh, a lot of uh, Davin's friends, and uh, that was kind of a wild ride. 
basically Reese stole the show for everybody who wants to know. Reese told some uh, gargantuan stories and all the things that all three of Davin's friends said. Um, basically, uh, Davin and I didn't feel like people should hear them, so we no, edited no, no. we edited a three hour podcast down to forty two minutes. I think I think it was forty two minutes. It was probably thirty eight. But let's just say for all of that time, it was mostly Reese either talking or chirping people when they would talk. So Reese took the MVP of the Oscar and um, Reese ran away with all the uh, awards for uh, and the Juno. podcast guests. Oh, yeah, yeah. Davin gave him the Juno. Davin gave me the Juno. Yeah, that was that was really that was really fun. Like, obviously, that was that, a blast. That, that experience people can. Uh, they don't get the chance to see that, right? But it's probably a lot of it's probably for the better. There's a lot of really, really rude and just controversial and things you just you just don't say, yeah, at all. And it's just better left unsaid. But right. but I I re-listened to that a few weeks ago and I was like, man, really? if if he ever released the whole thing just like out of the blue, just one day, just bam, just fucking. I want to know throws if I everyone clips. off. It's like available for like one hour, just like one hour, one hour. Dude, and then I people... think it was deleted. Like, or maybe, wait, was that like a three hour? It was long. Session? It was like two, two or three, two or three. Because yeah. I, I don't know if you remember, but I think I had to go and puke at one point. And you did, yeah, and yeah. then yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you went out yacked because you shotgunned <laughs> a couple beers on the way yeah. <laughs> to the, the show. Was this fucking girl was sitting doing her homework, and then here I am, just my face is in this fucking trash can, and I just yacked, and I looked at her, gave her a thumbs up, and went back to the fucking podcast. And she, yeah. I don't know what she's doing with her life. She's probably like has her master's degree. Yeah, I'm in Australia. The um different strokes, nothing I guess. Yo, nothing wrong with any of because, it. Like each your own. But yeah, man, it's it's a great experience. I think if you're young or not even young, I, I don't care. I think if you don't, if you're at a point in your life, no matter how old you are, and you're like, I want to travel the world, I want to live somewhere else for a year. Just like fucking do it, man. Like when when I was on the plane, yeah. so it's like. Uh, we went from Sudbury to Toronto, stayed in Toronto for a few days. Yeah. I uh, saw some of Kristen's family, saw my nice. mom one last time. And Easy. then we flew out to uh, to L.A. That was like a six-hour flight. That was, that was like, easy, easy flight. Easy. Uh, Warming and then up. you get to L.A. And then you're like, holy fuck, LAX is huge. Yeah. It's fucking massive, dude. Like, yeah, dude. The... The Tom Brady International Center is like its own wing. And then there's like terminals one through six on top of that. So like we got there and we're like in terminal fucking two. And we're trying to get to terminal three because that's what it's that's what the ticket said uh where our flight was gonna be. Yep. And then we're like looking for terminal three and I asked this girl, I'm like, Hey, yeah. where's terminal three? She's like, Oh, that's on the other end of the airport and I'm like, I don't wanna lug my bag the other end she's like where are you going and i'm like oh i'm going to australia she's like oh no you gotta go to tom brady international and then went to tom brady international but something i noticed is that lax is ugly it's not 
pretty at all. It's oh, it's probably. ugly. The floors are just basic. It was like blue, white, and yellow. It just it was just like going Tacky down this colors, fucking eh? hallway. It's like something like mm. in a horror movie, you know. We're just walking down this hallway. It just didn't end for a little bit. Then you have to take an elevator. Then you got to walk in like a little circle. And then you got, and then you're finally in Tom Brady International. It's like once you pass this little pizza joint, yeah. that's how you know you're in the right spot. But I have to say that pizza joint we stopped at was one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my fucking life, dude. Like, really? Yeah, and it was crazy. As soon as we got in, I'm eating my pizza. I look up the TV, and it's like, oh, Kobe died. And I'm like, wow, the one time I go to L.A., Kobe's, Kobe's gone. But, but like, the thing, so everyone knows the story. The helicopter crashed, man. When we got into L.A., the fucking fog was so thick. I yeah. saw a plane go out, and then a second later, it disappeared. Like, you could not see anything in front of you, man. Bad, bad. So, it was bad. So, why they went, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything else, just in case some viewers are like, oh, I'm going to end that guy if he says anything bad. But, like, he, he, it was, the, the fog was really thick, man. He waited, like, five, six hours. Maybe something different would have happened. But, again, that was just something I, I took notice when I got there. And then I heard the news. And then I was like, ah. Mm. It it was it was shitty, but LAX is cool. Dunkin' Donuts is Decent. fucking top notch. How's the coffee? That, it's good. I have I have an iced coffee. Nice. Uh, and it's way better than Tim's. Tim's is like shit. I don't like Tim's. Okay. Uh, we all have our opinions. That, that was my LAX experience. Uh, then we had some other burgers at like some other fast food joint that was kind of gross. And then we went on a 14 hour flight from LA to Australia. And that was a really, really smooth flight. Uh, Virgin Australia airlines fucking top notch, man. Like once Corona's over, I suggest take them. Like they feed you through the flight. You can get up whenever and get drinks. I didn't know that at the time. But now I do if I ever go. Like I could have had like juice or yeah. pop or whatever. But I didn't. I didn't know that. And then they have like since it's such a long flight, the screen built in, so you can like play games, you can watch TV shows, watch movies, you can read books. Nice. Uh, and it it was really it was really good. And I think something funny about that was before we even got onto the plane, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but. We're in this, like, little bus because we got to go from ter- the terminal that was at the end of the airport, but that's the story for another time. So we're at this terminal, and then we get on this bus, and it's, like, jam-packed with people. And then there's me and Chris, a ton of people, and then there's these, like, two or three Australian guys who are just going home. And they're like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Canada. Canadian, because that's what everyone asked. Every and I was just going off on on French Canadians, man. My my dad is, but like he's cool. He joined the Ontario (laughs) side. He's all right. It's all good. (laughs) He's he's all right. And and the thing I remember is that these like three or four little like French girls were just in the back, and they were like about to cry. Because we were just like talk. I was just talking shit. And I can't remember what I was saying, but this Australian guy was loving it. And it was just fucking jokes going back and forth. 
and then and then yeah, it's like Australians are great people. They're really cool. <laughs> They're similar to Canadians, man. Yeah. Like, so oh, that's what energy. Yeah, and they're just they're really welcoming, especially especially in Mungandai. So like fast forward, I'm in the Gold Coast. That yeah. city's beautiful. The beach is fucking unreal. The beach is why I was like, yes, this is why I decided to come to Australia. This, this beach, is it, dude. I haven't gone surfing yet, but but I will. I'm gonna go down to Melbourne in the summer, and those waves apparently are really nice. And I'm gonna fucking Learn how to surf out there, so don't worry. Videos sick. are coming soon, but look that. yeah, I'm definitely, definitely down for that. Decent. I'm pumped. But when it comes to the little town, a lot of people like make you feel welcome. That's something that I really noticed. I'm sure that's it's like that in every little town, in every oh, country sure. around the world. Yeah, but like people here are nice. Like uh, my boss, he lent me a truck for a little bit. I had yeah, to give it back uh for for reasons um but Did you crash you it dude you don't have to no I, I left the vehicles? keys in the ignition one night and then he came to borrow it and he's like hey i need to use the truck and i'm like let me get the keys he's like mate they're in the ignition and i'm like ah fuck you got me <laughs> so he took it back um I, had, I drove on the other side of the road for like five days that was cool how was yeah, that? Was, was it tough? Too, so. Yeah, dude. So they're little U. It's like a little truck thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks sick in the photo. Yeah, it was just weird because I, I don't shift with my left hand. So I just had to get used to that. And as soon as <laughs> I got used to it, damn, I fucked up and took the truck back. But it was all good. I'll drive again one day out here. Yeah, one day. But, so that's cool. And then now he fucking drives drives me and chris home from work pretty much every day he'll pick me up whenever we have to do the loads drive me to and from uh the people at the jolly so that's just a little pub here they're really fucking nice people uh they're always put how always have a smile on their face they're always willing to help you out like when they were open uh they drove me and chris home after we had a few drinks one night to like we don't want you walking drive you home if you ever need to get a ride here, just call us. But then after that, they close the fucking pub because all restaurants got closed down everywhere because of this bullshit virus. There's that. The butcher, Red, he's he's a great guy, man. Like, uh, after one of my shifts, I had a few beers with him and his friend Bob. We were just in his butcher shop, just on the piss, fucking drinking, having a good time, man. Just nice. like really welcoming. Really welcoming people. And then they drove us home, and then I had to do a load later that night. But shh, don't tell anyone. That's keep keep that cheese on the DL. I won't and tell then, anybody. Yeah, and then then our neighbor Jeff, he drove us to work a few times in the rain and stuff. Yeah. He's, he's just a good guy. Like there's just there's good people out here, man. So it's That's it's cool. really good. I'm really happy, man. I'm really happy out here. And yo, what's cool though? I wanted to point out to everybody listening and watching. Um, I looked in the Google Map. I put in your address on the satellite and yo the spaces between houses is like 50 feet and they're like yeah. fenced in houses in the yeah. middle of these giant lots so yeah. you're already spaced out pretty much and there's probably what a couple hundred people in the community you said yeah at most like, yeah that's crazy yeah man it's uh it's it's crazy uh something that's that's kind of fucked up though um, so 
someone has been trying to break into our house the last like two weeks. Fuck them up, dude. And 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 the thing is, uh, our neighbor Kenny saw someone creeping in our window when I wasn't home one night, and then as soon as I was on a load, uh, Chris was home and heard someone like fucking. Oh man, you can't try to. It's in our yard. Uh, yeah. so it it's kind of that part. So the last like two weeks have kind of been a little heat, but they they kind of slowed down, and I'm trying not to let it uh, get to me. But it's always like a little bit of it's always in the back of my mind. But yeah, it's, always, it's a little really bit of anxiety. Like, I can't, I can't think, I can't think like the worst is gonna happen. So I just try to live my life, do a few tire flips in the yard to scare some people, and then fucking go go from there. But <laughs> that's what I try to do. <laughs> But that, that's, that's a little sketchy. But other than that, Mung uh, yeah. and I is chill. And uh, I just want to ask you, have you uh, you still been doing jujitsu? So there's a, I don't really want to put this out there, but uh, yeah, sort of. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, that's well, good, I, man. I'm, well, I'm doing like drills from the classes. Like Monkey still puts yeah. up uh, Zoom classes. And so we do that. And uh, but otherwise, no, no jujitsu. It's just mostly solo solo drills, conditioning that I like. I still have my programs, yeah. so I still do that. I go for runs a lot. Um, Good man. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. every minute. My foot is running. My feet are running. It's bullshit. Yeah. But it's what you got to do. And so, um, I think um, gyms are closed now, so I haven't been. I've been out for about a month or so. Um, it's tricky and there's a bit of, if I wasn't, if we didn't have classes and we were just going cold Turkey, I think it'd be a lot worse, but yeah, there's like, yeah, there's yeah. an anxiety to not like to being used to going so hard with training and stuff. And then there's an anxiety that comes with it when all of a sudden it's taken away. Yeah. You can't really you do much. And it's yeah. tough to like be motivated to want to push yourself further when you don't know when and if even you will get a chance to like compete again or get back to training. Like it's nice to see everybody online, see everybody engaged and the energy and the positivity is there. But personally, it's a big challenge to get over. Yeah. So it's hopefully it's not out for too long, like too much more, like much more. Sorry, it's late. So uh, not too long, but it's yeah. uh it's a battle. So yeah, for sure, man. I'm thrive I'm trying to thrive so far I've been, but I'm just yeah. I'm thinking longer term and I think if I have to go another three months of this, I don't know how that's gonna go. Yeah, like, I've... mentally. Yeah, that might that's that might set you back a bit, but I'm not trying to be like, oh blah yeah. blah say some like negative shit. No, like you're absolutely right though. You're being like honest like that that is what could happen it's also you gotta you gotta think about the whole corona how how the world's responded to it that's another way i'm looking at it because i was originally out here for like i'm kind of in the same boat so i was originally out here for like three not three months and a bit so i'm supposed to leave may 20th uh my bosses they offered us to stay longer in the house and at the grocery store if uh, if we want to, if it surpasses the day we're supposed to leave, you think and I'm gonna do that? 
and we're definitely are, man, because uh, yeah. we, we just well. make we make a lot of money out here. We have a house. You're not spending it on uh, much anyway. No, we're just like essentials, like groceries. Yeah. That's it, and a little bit of drinks here and there. Yeah, here but, and there. Obviously, yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really about it. Yeah. Um, but. I, I spend it a lot on data because we don't have Wi-Fi. That's like one real fucking low. But twenty gigs for forty bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. That, that's I, fucking I, really, takes care really of this. Yeah. yeah, but it it also when I first heard the news that we might have to stay longer, it really fucking I was a little depressed for a few days because I'm like, oh, I have to stay in this little fucking town for yeah a little longer maybe, and then I was just trying to thrive with what i had like hey you know what look at the positives i still got a job i still got a house so i don't have yes. the virus i can walk to work every day bam i have nothing wrong i can't you got your uh, lady friend with you too yeah chris is there too so it's good fucking i'm trying to just stay positive and then i just kind of what you just said it's like damn you're going on runs you're yeah. Going online, looking at shit, still, still, still drilling as much as you can. Using what you have, most out of that, and that's that's also important in the time like this. Like that's all you can do, man. And yeah, that's that's really it. And I haven't fucking seen a gym since Surfers Paradise, and that is one of the hardest things for me. But I know I'm gonna get yeah. back there. And when I do, I'm gonna fucking gonna go hard. Go, go hard as fuck, yeah. man. And just nice. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be half squatting like some people on Instagram, man. Oh Decent. it's bad. It's bad. I ain't gonna name names, but I saw some suspects suspect depth. I hope they listen to this podcast. I might have to be like, Yeah, listen to this podcast and hear that little jab at them. But yeah, I'm gonna go hard. Uh, once we get back to the coast, back to the city, we're going to take uh, a few weeks to kind of just get back in the, just kind of just not work for a little bit. And then we're going to find some farm work and then we're going to mm-hmm. hopefully stay here until next, uh, next uh, June, July or August. That's kind of nice. the, that's kind of the plan. Cause nice. no one wants to stay in fucking mung and die for half a year and then go home in January. Like, no. No, mm, nope, no way, no. nah. But I, I definitely hope you come down, bud. That would be yeah. fucking awesome. You definitely, yeah, it'd be you pretty sweet. Yo, even uh, if you, even if it like landed where you stayed two years, like do you, do you foresee yourself being two years, or is this like uh, I'll check up with you in a couple months to find out? I'll check up with you in a couple okay, months. We'll do, now we'll we'll do a quarterly. A listen, we'll do a quarterly, a quarterly uh, update on your yeah. living. In Australia, lifestyle. Yeah, Australia is fucking beautiful, though. I definitely need to see more of it. Yeah, you're fucking going right now, dude. To, uh, to add to that, but from what I have seen, it's fucking nice, man. Uh, it, it's it's just it's just a great place. Everyone needs to visit Australia. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. The beer here is way better than back home. Why is that? Um, I think. I think it's the fact that it's so hot here and it's just like so refreshing okay, when it, it, you it have a beer. And good. another thing I noticed, so it's like I worked, uh, like like I worked in restaurants and some. Yeah. I've done like 
a smidge, not even, I wouldn't even call it that of like bartending. Like, yeah, I poured beer. You know your pints though. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing I noticed about back home is like when they have their, uh, their taps, it's just, it's just a tap. They don't, I don't know if they really clean it. It's not cold at all. It's just like kind of warm beer, but back here, all their taps are like kind of like they have like frost and like ice on it. So it just comes out cold. So you just get cold fucking schooners. That's what they call. Uh, It's a little less than a pint. They just call them schooners. They're a little cheaper. But once you have like four of them, they're a little buzz. Fucking good to go. Their beer percentage is higher. So like a a 4.3% out here is like a seven back home. That's the way I, that's the way I talk, uh, the way I describe it. Because when I first showed up to Mungandai, first place i went was the pub because i wasn't working for like four Duh. days i got the light beer i had three or four of them and i was buzzing and i'm like Weird. i wasn't even supposed to be buzzing like i was supposed to have three beers you can do that at home it's so then different. i just yeah it's different and then once you try different beers so like you go from gold golds are kind of shit now you go great north now you go iron jack yeah, they're pretty good. Great Northern's good. Uh, Tui News bitters. My favorite's Victoria bitter. That's a really Decent. great, a really good beer. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, and that's it, man. That's my beer knowledge nice. in Australia. <laughs> Definitely need to go to a few breweries, send some shirts out to some people. Decent, dude. Decent. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's a. Australia. It's fucking. That's it. I'm just. I just kind of vanished one day, just disappeared. Like a few people knew I was leaving, and now whoever listens to this podcast knows I'm in Mungandai. Yeah, dude, it's the place if you never, never heard of. Yeah, recording. We live Mungandai, New South Wales, rap album coming soon, 2025. Ham Apparel, 2026. No, I'm just kidding. See you guys later. Hope you all enjoyed the episode and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Wicked, man. I appreciate it. Much love, brother. Much love. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate your time. I hope everybody's staying safe. And if you like the episode or have any feedback on the overall uh, podcast that I've been doing, please feel free to message me, connect with me in any form or fashion, and I'll be sure to take your constructive feedback and apply it to make the best possible show for every single person listening and watching. Thank you.